trying to, I'm trying to remember how I do, you do it because I want to emulate this. You're, you're so, uh, hey, and uh, welcome to Heads Up. I'm Jeff. I don't sound that desperate. I'm Sean. <laughs> you sounded really desperate for them to like you, and I'm just, that's just not me. So yeah, but it's, you're you're a different person than me. You're gonna do it differently, and that's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do that's it more okay. desperately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really clamoring for attention. Yeah. <laughs> Real desperate for it. Yeah. That's my MO, though. Do you say anything after that? After I, I say I'm Jeff, do you usually say, like, uh... Well, like, this is Heads Up Pod, right? Yeah. This is the Heads yeah. Up Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're blowing up. <laughs> hey, look, I get a lot of messages on this phone, okay? That's why I just had to pay that bill. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that anymore. We're good. I'll set it to the side, but I'm not going to not pick it up if it starts blowing up. No, prom- no promises. I have so many questions. Ask away. Ask <clears throat> away. These are things that we, you know, we should have meetings about or things like that, but we don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff, we should have some meetings about the podcast. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, uh, you, were, you were trying to say something. Uh, was I? Were you going to attack me again? Because no, you know, I don't I know if think, I can handle it. I don't think I was. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you just really emotional right now? Yeah. Is that just a heads, heads up for me? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Heads Up, you're listening to the Heads Up Podcast. <laughs> hey, if you're just joining us. <laughs> are we, um, mm. so we doing, are we doing, uh, pardon me if my, I'm a little nasally, I'm getting over being sick again. I was sick last week. Oh, your immune system sucks. It's, 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 it's all been throat diseases. What's going on with that? I don't know. Do you have all that shit in the back of your throat again? I haven't looked. <laughs> it's been months since I've looked. It's best not to look. Yeah. It'll work itself out. That's what the immune system's for. <laughs> And if it doesn't, let me just detail real quick. I want mm-hmm. to be buried in, um, no, I don't want to be buried. I want my corpse strung up in a tree somewhere out in the woods so that maybe during a storm, a child finds it and screams real loud while lightning flashes. <laughs> just, you know. That's pretty good, yeah. Just, so something, just s- something like that. <laughs> like a sign like, beware pirates or. Yeah, bury some gold under the tree that you're stringing <laughs> me up to. <laughs> those are the only wishes. You know, those are the only things you want clarified if you die. Yeah. Everything else up for grabs. Got it. I guess it would be nice if I die. Well, see, that's too complicated, though. Sean, I mean, these are your dying wishes. <laughs> Just let me know. But I mean, like, I wanted maybe like somebody could write a message on me and then throw my corpse off of a plane, and then it lands on like a a car, like Con Air. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, like Con Air. Will the message say, "Hang me up in a tree"? The message will say, "You'll never find me pirate gold." <laughs> And then Nicolas Cage is, like, bound by the laws of the universe to go find yeah. it. I want all my identification changed to say D.B. Cooper. <laughs> oh, did you see the breaking news they found on... About D.B. Cooper? Yeah. No, I have not seen any breaking I, news on, on D.B. Cooper. It was in my, like, because I have weird, like, searches, it was in, like, my Facebook news trending thing. Yeah. On the... Turns out it was Mr. James all along. It was Mr. James from News Radio all along. <laughs> Now, it was something mm. about, like, they think he worked for the airline. It's like, oh, my God, guys. First of all, <laughs> let it go. You're not going to catch him. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, what's the point now? <laughs> You're just not going to know. Just let it. Yeah. It's okay to not know some things. Yeah, especially about things that don't matter, like uh, yeah. D.B. Cooper. <laughs> I agree. No, great story, though, about D.B. Cooper. I really liked it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm trying to... I'm workshopping it before I take it out at parties. <laughs> hey, you guys remember that old unsolved uh, crime? Uh, D.B. Cooper stole a bunch of money? Yeah, yeah. Could have worked for the airline. We don't know. <laughs> there. 
now you know just as much as everybody else, which is nothing. Are we? Uh, are we? Are we doing Kyle's click? Oh, you're wondering if we're going to be doing Kyle's click? The internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours too. So what's Kyle been up to? Nothing. Um, nothing. He's not doing anything. It's uh, it's out of control. Let's see. You know what's mm. nice though is that um, in my Facebook, my recent searches are mm. you, Brett, Tim, and Kyle. So I just <laughs> I don't have to type anything. I just click on the search bar, and the drop-down menu shows up with those dudes. You're not you're not uh, checking out anybody else's Facebook page. No. What do I need to? They're always <laughs> always they're all fucking talking about themselves on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm trying to look where where did we leave off with Kyle last time? Oh, no, I remember that. Let's see. We've got. Uh, he says something about the best new New Year's song, posting about what uh, a concert he wants to go to. This is great stuff, Jeff. Yeah. Keep it going. Keep it up. You're on a roll. <laughs> well, I felt bad uh, making you do all the work with the intros and stuff, so I thought, you know, oh, yeah. I always say who did it last and then tell you to just do it. And I thought I'd try to jump right in. Yeah, Jeff, I do you know? all the work. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want I think this segment's dying. I think it's dead. I think we just need to bury it. <laughs> don't ever give up on Kyle's click, okay? <laughs> I gave up on it like five episodes ago. <laughs> you posted on Kyle's wall. When? Uh, something about episode oh, three or something. Who cares? That's a show we both watch. Oh. Yeah, br- hey, hey, Jeff, breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news fresh in from the front. Uh, yeah, two friends talk ahead. about a television show they both watch. They do, they're doing it on Facebook. <laughs> Fine, fine. Uh, you know, just yeah. don't tell me about what the show was or anything, you know, I won't. on the podcast or privately. I don't want to watch it. That's fine. Good. Fuck you guys, okay? <laughs> uh, he talks about Trump and then Ben Carson. I, uh, I don't want to uh, I don't want to put this out there, but you've almost got as many posts on Kyle's wall as Kyle does. Look at you. Well, he's my friend. I mean, <laughs> he lives a half mile away, and I'm not going to go to his house to visit him. Oh, it's so far. Why should you, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like just far enough where a car ride is too short, but walking is too oh, long. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Oh, man. The green zone, I think, astronomers <laughs> call it. Yeah. If he was any further or closer to you, you guys would be hanging out all the time. All the time. <laughs> but it's just like, mm. oh, there's this snow day at the Oregon Zoo. All right, I'm done with this yeah. Facebook. That was That, that was, was it. Great. That was awesome. That's it. Wow. You know, it, if we give up on Kyle's click, he wins. That's that's my... No, it's not a competition. Yeah. He it's didn't... <laughs> You didn't care I'm, if we did it in the first tell- place. I know, he's, and he's starving us out now, okay? That's... He, he's not starving us. There wasn't a lot of content here to begin with. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're on to his Twitter already. Twitter. Into his Twitter. Uh, something about Republicans. Yeah. He, and a he, song, probably to a concert he went to. Yeah. Uh, that that short video of the quick brown fox jumping over the lazy dog. Yeah. The fucking internet he, is losing shit over. <laughs> what, How like, do we know? How do we know that dog is lazy, first of all? It's probably drugged, is, first of all. This is slander, okay? Yeah. There's another dog in the background laying down. Now, that is a lazy dog. There's a fox, I'm assuming a wild animal, even though it's probably not, laying down. Uh, that is a lazy dog, okay? Secondly, the, it's probably a plant. This fox probably trained from birth. You know, I, there needs to be more known about this before everyone keeps losing their fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about Internet videos. I was okay. just gonna let you go. Yeah, I didn't. I, I have very few opinions about internet videos. So. Kyle's into scented candles now. How do you feel about that? Oh wow. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I think he, he's he's in the dark chocolate now too. Yeah, he is in the dark chocolate now. Is which makes me kind of think he has started listening to the podcast. Has he? I don't know, because you know how I, I said I didn't like dark chocolate. Now he's posting about dark chocolate. Months later, it couldn't be a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. We, Especially we <laughs> after so many months. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. He has to listen to it in like 20 minute increments. <laughs> yeah. Over the course of weeks. Busy man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he so complains busy. that Blink 182 is still a band. He's good at his new job, and he's just bragging about it now. <laughs> yeah. Talking about Twix, apparently. Yeah. No, no, that's way back in no, October. No. All right, Kyle's click. Ooh, great. (laughs) An amazing segment. It's just a great... We all love it. Ooh, my finger slipped. I'm done with Twitter. Hey, maybe... Here's the thing, okay? Probably Kyle's click forever. (laughs) Maybe it evolves into something else. You never know. Yeah, like what? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see, okay? All right? I... Do you think it could be like every week we get Kyle to make some clicking noises with his mouth? <laughs> I mean, he probably does it on his own. We could just when he notices he's making clicking noises with his mouth, just have him record it. Okay. You know, send it to us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, he won't, but <laughs> I'm just trying to workshop because I don't. Kyle's clicks yeah. not going anywhere. It, it, sorry. It, yeah. It's it's true. It's true. You know, I just it would ha- it'd be weird now that I, now that I've started Kyle's cut to get rid of Kyle's click. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Kyle's cut a uh, short version of the podcast specifically for Kyle. Uh, so good. I texted oh, is him. It, little, is it, is it I, good? I'm not talking about the quality. Okay, that would be that would be uh, uh, bragging. Okay, I'm a humble guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. It's so good because I, I just text him the link when it's up, and he watched it. It was only one episode, so who knows if he'll continue to watch it or listen to it. But you know, we'll see. I won't see. I don't want anything to do with, to do with Kyle's cut. You That's, don't. Why I, would I? I don't want to make I, a specific, <laughs> like. <laughs> here's a, here's the thing. I, I can't talk to myself in a podcast. It's it's not working out. You I don't like it, it. You did it fine. You did it I fine. Did, yep. I didn't like it. You did a great job. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like it. Okay. My dog doesn't like it. All right. I didn't like it. It's just, oh, man. I'm not, like, talk about a fucking narrow cast. Like. <laughs> Everything's about niche markets now, okay? He could listen to the podcast in 20-minute increments if an hour is too long for him. Listen, you t- you talk to him about that, okay? No. I'm not going to. Sean, we need every listener we can, okay? Yeah, I'll start going door-to-door promoting the like. I said start with Kyle, see how it goes, you know what I mean? I'll mail, I'll mail you some pamphlets about it and hand them out. You know what you should do is you should make a podcast trying to convince me to advertise specifically <laughs> to Kyle about the podcast you do for him. Sean Swindle, where I try to swindle you into into promoting the podcast. Yeah, you can't swindle me. You can't swindle a swindler. <laughs> I secretly, well, I have to like secretly record myself swindling you. You won't be able to. Yeah, I'd have I'm to talk about, you. or I'd talk about myself swindling you, but then you'd hear it. Yeah, yeah. I I'm mean, always, I'm always on guard. <laughs> I'll have to workshop it. We'll see. We'll see. So we're going to move on to our main topic today. We got so into the, uh, the the Harry Potter stuff last time that we're going to go over Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Did you watch it? You told me to watch it. I, I paid I $4. It. I paid like 3 or $4. You paid $4? On, on Amazon. I hope to eventually get through all these movies. Mm. Um, but we're going to start here. Sean, how, how did you like the movie after all these years? Well, I had to pay 3 or $4 on Amazon video to watch it. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I think the thing I was most surprised about 
it wasn't very good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's it was definitely true. made. It was a, it was definitely like a, a fan film. Like they made yeah. it for people who had already read the books, and I've read the books at this point, but their target mm-hmm. audience was certainly much younger. Yes, it was. It was definitely. Uh, I hate to say this about a movie based on a children's book, but it really, uh, really seemed more for kids than, uh, yeah, than anyone did. else. Yeah, it did. Yeah, the, the, the pacing <laughs> was very poor. Yeah. The acting was okay, but not great. The script could have yeah. used some rewrites, you know. Yeah, they could have taken. They could have done maybe one more pass over it. But it, you know, it's not for me. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't designed for me in mind. It yeah. wasn't designed with me in mind. So you know. Yeah. And and the kid actors did great, I think. You know. So I had, I mean, I had some questions here, Jeff. Are we going to talk okay. about the movie? We're going to talk about the movie as a movie. Yeah, sure. I'm Do you know what I mean like, by that? <laughs> I was going to pretend like I did. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay, you're bad at pretending. Then let me start with that. So if I'm we're great. talking about the movie as a movie, we're going to talk about yeah. the things we just talked about. But mm-hmm. last week you were so involved with the wizard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to talk about the movie as a universe in and of itself? I think we should do a little both. I'd like to talk about it as a universe because Wizards got us going on this. I'd like to talk about it. I'd also just like to clarify, I know you keep saying we got so into Wizards last time. Uh, You, you got really into Wizards last time. I was excited to learn things and not have to look it up on my own or read anything, you know? Okay. I just had to shout at somebody and then they told me about it. It was great. Yeah. I'm not (laughs) guaranteeing that everything I said was 100% accurate. Okay. <laughs> I also didn't look at anything. Yeah. For more clarification here, it's it's there's witches and wizards in this universe and at that school. It's a it's a witching and wizardly school. Well, I think they just right? used the term witch to mean female wizard. Really? That's what it seemed like. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I was trying to think because um, Professor McGonagall is a witch. Right. There was like I was trying. To, there was some kid in Hogwarts as they're going by the table said that he was a Muggle. His dad met a witch or something, so he's a Muggle. And I was yeah. like, okay. So we're saying witch is is female wizard according to the Harry Potter universe, as far as we know. As far as as far as we're, I'm going to look into it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is to say, not going to look. Well, into yeah, it. I'm not going to do any research on it. I just don't. Yeah. I don't think that they draw a distinction. There we go. There goes my shit about witches. All right, so... What were you going to say about witches? No, I was just going to keep trying to figure it out, but it seems like you really nailed it. Because I couldn't... I didn't see any, like, male witches. I was going to ask you what would be the difference in that universe if I wanted to be a male witch. I don't know that there is one. To go there, you needed to bring a cauldron and, like, a cat, a toad, or an owl, and yet Ron Weasley brings a rat, Mm -hmm. which is not on the list. Well, I don't know. Maybe Harry didn't have the complete list. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they send different lists to each kid. Really? Just, they try, you know. Trying to not have too many of one animal there? Yeah. Well, they didn't try to have more than one you know, specific color of actor. They didn't try very hard there, did they? <laughs> hey, the girl announcing the Quidditch game. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, for the seven frames of the movie she was in, she, it was a very diverse cast, yeah. She had a very important role, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you know what, Jeff? I took notes on this movie. Did you? We're going to talk about fucking Quidditch later, okay? <laughs> we're going to talk about Quidditch, and we're also going to talk yeah. about, mm, maybe related, maybe not, the greatest threat to the wizarding world. <laughs> Sean, if the snitch is worth 150 points, why does anybody bother with the quaffle? Anyway. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Talk about it later. Jeff, I watched this movie last night, and I forgot what the quaffle was until you just said it. <laughs> if anyone had asked I got me you. what the things are in Quidditch, like, I would yeah. have been just like, oh, the, the golden snitch. 
<laughs> I, I've got you. I've pay, I paid so much attention to this movie. Okay, I've never given this much attention to anything. I watched this fucking movie. So, you you want to start at the beginning? Yeah, I do. In the dead of night. No, no, I don't. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want I'm a sorry. dramatic. I'm sorry. Open on street sign. <laughs> Owl perched on top. Is that um, really the first scene? Yeah, you see uh, Private Drive, and then you see Dumbledore with think, this light thing that I comes in later. I think it's Privet, but okay. I don't know. I don't know how the British spell things. I don't want to talk about it. What comes okay. in later? He kills the streetlights by sucking the light in. And oh, yeah, that, yeah. Real. Uh, first of all, real powerful wizardry. Oh, yeah, exactly. He uses his tool, but in one of the later movies, um, Harry Potter gets a hold of that, and he uses it for something. But I don't remember what. All I know is that comes in later, and it is apparently something very powerful he uses it to take the flames out of the streetlights you know yeah and he's surprised that professor mcgonagall is there he's like oh i knew you'd be you know what i mean like he's just like yeah we're dropping off a baby did either of you bring the baby no (laughs) we left the half giant he's gonna bring it in on a motorcycle that flies even though he never finished magic school so he's flying around all right anyway all right no 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 i'm on i'm on i'm on that train (laughs) with you but also among the first lines of dialogue is professor mcgonagall talking shit about hagrid like, oh yeah, you, you sure we can that? trust him yeah. with a baby? It's like, all right, all right, like, what kind of fucking idiot is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's gonna fumble the baby off of his flying motorcycle. I mean, he's he he is a bad boy if he's riding around on a motorcycle. You know what I mean? Can you trust the bad boy with a baby? I don't think so. Why is McGonagall so, so concerned? You think you think he's on her mind yeah. a lot? Think she's got a she, thing for the bad boys? Yeah. <laughs> She must have been teaching at that school as long as uh, Dumbledore has, right? Uh, they're both old. That's yeah, true. They, mu- they must have a similar affection for the groundskeeper that they kicked out of school. I don't well, know. I don't think that they do. No, clearly they don't because she yeah, was like, like... But, he, but he comes in on this motorcycle. He, he, dro- he, drops that, he, he drops that baby off. He says, oh, yeah, he fell asleep over her. Right. Yeah. No, I don't want to go scene by scene on this movie, Jeff. I just Nothing else about the rest of that scene is important. No. Well, I mean, she just talks shit about the Dursleys, but... Well... Here's okay. Here's let's talk. About, let's talk about the Dursleys. Okay. Are we talk about the Dursleys. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. How do you feel about them, Jeff? Wait a minute. Uh huh. Should we should we say spoiler alert? This movie's over like ten years old. Also, no, I don't care. Spoil, no. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. We said we're going to talk about Harry Potter. What do you, what do you think we're going to talk about? Get over yourself. <laughs> it's a movie about uh, magic. I don't want to give too much away. No, uh, I didn't. But I didn't a boy see goes that. to school. I didn't see the pure <laughs> entertainment in the, the, the yeah. totally without knowledge prior. Come on, get over it. Come on. <laughs> So the Dursleys, is there child abuse? Yes. But if you look at them through an empathetic lens, right? Lily Potter, you know, the, the Mrs. Dursley's sister, mm-hmm. you know, becomes a witch yeah. and has powers and uh, didn't seem like she really liked her sister to begin with. Then when she got these powers, you know, she met other wizards and um, then was killed, blown yeah. up. Was then murdered by a dark wizard. Yeah. So she had some issues and then her <laughs> sister was murdered by a wizard and then in the dead of night, someone drops off their love child. <laughs> uh, totally unexpected. Right. Uh, there wasn't a scene where Dumbledore calls him up and is like, hey, do you yeah. mind taking care of this kid? Oh, no. I'll just drop this responsibility on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they, they leave him in the dead of night, knowing that they're going to take him back anyway, except for like summers and shit where they, he has to live with them again, regardless of if that's what they want, right? So the Dursleys, they're not pro-magic. They know magic exists, but they're not pro-magic because yeah. they They've had bad. Ex- they were prejudiced before, and then they had some bad experiences, right? So they're they're probably uh, terrified that Harry Potter will learn magic. Um, so they're trying to keep him down, and you know, just raise him, not not realize he's a wizard, so that shit doesn't happen to him. I think it's I think it's worse than that, and better. 
a lot. So I think, I mean, I'm using knowledge of the other movies to kind of do a retrospective on the Dursleys, but that's fine. That's fine. We like we later see Mrs. Dursley being like in the books at least. I don't remember in the movies, but she like asks forgiveness of Harry, mm-hmm. um, where she's she's kind of like like I, I like we didn't know what to do. We we were shitty about it, but we kind of wanted to protect you from the things you know, like dark wizards who might murder your sister. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that in the other movies, but yeah, absolutely. I think the Dursleys, at the very least, Mrs. Dursley knows about this weird Harry Potter Voldemort thing. Yeah. I think she knows about it, and I think I think she knows that Harry Potter is just basically a fucking loaded gun. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think they know that he's like a fucking danger to them and their son, and they're just, they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. So they're trying to, they, try to, they try to keep him down, because w- they already have a kid. They didn't need one. Also, what... When you drop it, you can't just leave an infant child in a basket on somebody's doorstep in the middle of the night. It wasn't even in a basket. It was, it was just wrapped in a blanket. What? Jesus. It was even in a basket. Like, you don't see Dumbledore ringing the doorbell. He just drops it. He's just fucking, here you go, baby. Here's a fucking letter. Yeah, he, he put a letter that was addressed to that address that he dropped off. He wasn't yeah. sending it in the post. Yeah. <laughs> just write like, their names on it. Oh and then God. maybe attach it to the blanket or stick it in the blanket so it doesn't, you know fly away in the middle of the night will you probably some bullshit about magic kept him <laughs> oh, oh my god jeff someone 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 leaves on your doorstep what mm-hmm. amounts to like a fucking atomic bomb that will eventually learn how to speak and shoot radiation from his hands what do you do yeah. how do you deal with that yeah, and, and the Dursleys, they're terrified he already knows that, right? Because, like, before they go to the zoo, he's like, listen, no funny stuff. Like, oh, don't he's already, do oh, yeah, oh, anything. Harry, Harry Potter's already... I will be on your shit. Yeah. yeah. And Harry Potter's just confused. Yeah. But it's it's out of control. So Harry Potter raised yeah. by people who hate him, kept under right. the stairs like an animal. The biggest fantasy in this film isn't that, that magic exists and people can be wizards. It's yeah. that Harry Potter isn't growing up to be a fucking stone-cold sociopath. Like... There's no way he's not a fucking lunatic by the time this movie starts. <laughs> oh, once he gets out from the Dursleys, he kind of is. But uh, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. Did you uh, did you see Fantastical Beasts and Where to Find Them? I did not. So uh, can I can I ruin it for you? I'm not going to see it. So yes, Great. please do. So this the whole crux of this movie is uh, that children uh, with magical powers mm-hmm. who are like abused and forced not to use their powers, like yeah, Harry Potter's, yeah. They'll, they develop obscuruses or something, which is kind of like a magical parasite. And those things are murderous. They just go around, like, destroying things. Mm. And they don't live, like, the kids that have them don't live past the age of 10. So Harry Potter is, if we look right back in it, he is, like, the, the perfect age and perfect circumstance yeah. for that to happen. And it just doesn't happen. Why write that? J.K. Rowling wrote Fantastical Beasts. Like, you know what? What if kids uh, were held back from using magic powers and, like, beaten and stuff? Maybe they'd have grabbed this magic parasite that would destroy things. You know, I did not think I just wrote a whole series of books yeah. about this kid that had the same experience, and that didn't happen. Like it's not a thing. Maybe but. maybe magic explains it, Jeff. Maybe magic <laughs> kept him safe. Oh, well, so part of the part of the reason his skin is full of love, apparently. So yeah, oh, we're gonna get to that too. Well, that's part of the reason he goes to live at his his aunt and uncle's yeah. house every summer when school is out is because like it's the love of a family or some bullshit keeps him protected from Voldemort outside of Hogwarts what it's just it is it's it's seriously like because he's in that house until he's 18 like yeah. he's fairly protected in that house really yeah that sucks yeah <laughs> but like once 
Hagrid breaks in and is like, uh, didn't you get this letter? He's coming to Hogwarts. And they're like, we're not paying for that shit. And he's like, I don't care. I'm taking this 11-year-old child. Peace out. You'll see him in the summer. When he comes back, isn't just, I don't know, call up Hagrid and be like, he can live in the shed with you. Well. And that is fine. If you, I mean, if you, I mean, wow, talk about sociopath. <laughs> yeah, live with the groundskeeper. Yeah, like, they, they've already, <clears throat> they, he raised this kid for 11 years. He's back, so you know what? He's 11 years old. We're going to bring him. We're going to train him to be a wizard, but you still hang on to him uh, when we can't. Yeah, I don't. Well, here's the other thing. I think, so Dumbledore is a man with a plan, okay? Dumbledore knows that eventually Harry Potter is either going to be killed by Voldemort or kill Voldemort. Now, if you need, if you look at an 11-year-old and you and you, you go, you, he's gonna, he needs to commit murder in the next few years. <laughs> Got to get him ready. You don't send him to a place where he's well loved, do you? See, no. I think I think Dumbledore knows that the Dursleys there's something wrong with them. I, I had I had a similar idea where like yeah. he's like definitely they're gonna treat him like shit for like eleven years. Yeah. And then when we come, we act like we're freeing him. We're showing him this magical world. All these resources, like monetary resources. It was a vault full of gold. His parents yeah. left him. Yeah. The Dursleys didn't see jack shit of that they they cared for that kid for <laughs> 11 <laughs> years and they, they drop him off fucking penny of that yeah. they're like come on harry you're a wizard isn't this amazing you have so much fun look you're rich <laughs> here's an owl of course he's gonna do whatever and be the most easily manipulated child out there that's insane just, uh, that's i'm glad you had that idea because it fits so perfectly <laughs> with mine that dumbledore knew that the Dursleys would treat him like shit and that he would be filled with this murderous rage but not yeah. know where to direct it. And then along comes Dumbledore. Hey, buddy, I'm your pal. We're friends. Yeah. What does Dumbledore do, though? Does Dumbledore go himself? No. No. In case Harry's first flip out is when he realizes he's a wizard, <laughs> Dumbledore sends his he sends his half-wizard, half-giant. Yeah. Sends an 11-foot man to knock down a door in the middle of the night <laughs> on his birthday. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just in case. Just in case he flies off the handle and starts doing some Avada Kedavra, you know? Yeah. In case he gets trapped behind a snake exhibit. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. So, yeah. Dumbledore, the worst. Now, so, I will say, that does that does make me mm-hmm. respect Dumbledore as a wizard a little bit. He's preparing for the future. My thing is, like, the way the movie is set up, Professor McGonagall and Dumbledore are behind, like, Harry Potter learning about Sorcerer's Stone and going to get it. Yeah. Even though, because he's just like, they're just like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure they put a spell on Hagrid to like spill the beans every so often because every time he says something important about Sorcerer's Stone, he goes, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Like, and he looks confused. Yeah. So they're slowly leaking it out. They made sure he got a, got a nice broomstick and he made the Quidditch team so he could do that little broomstick thing. They set it up perfectly for him to see if he'd go in. If he could like look at somebody and be like, that fuck, I'm, I'm stopping that guy. Just yeah. to see if they could push him to do that. And once, once he did, he's like, amazing. They are conniving. Dumbledore, he knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Hagrid was kicked out of Hogwarts, right? Yeah. How far into Hogwarts did he make? Because he was 11 when you go in, right? How many years did he make it? I don't because, know. Because he couldn't spell Happy Birthday, and he couldn't spell Voldemort, one of the most famous wizards <laughs> in the area. He couldn't spell it. Yeah. He's, yeah. He flat out told Harry Potter, I couldn't spell it. I feel like 11 is, uh, you should know how to write Happy yeah. Birthday. Yeah. They show you all kinds of classes, and that's the only schooling you're getting. But I didn't see English. I didn't see math. I didn't see shit. I just, just potions, protect against the dark arts, wands, where they teach them how to levitate shit. Yeah, levitating shit. <laughs> Whatever McGonagall's class is, which is apparently like you sit quietly and write in a book. 
Maybe yeah. spell, spell bookery, so you can make a spell book. So, okay, uh, just just chronologically, I know we're jumping around yeah, a little yeah. bit, but Hagrid kicks in the door, uh, terrorizes this family, abducts their 11-year-old <laughs> yeah. son. Um, Puts a pigtail on their actual son. Yeah, it, which he's not supposed to do magic in the first yeah. place, so you know, commits several felonies, both magical and mundane. Yeah, yeah, he's not allowed to do magic except for have his have a flying motorcycle. Eleven foot guy in a motorcycle blends right in. He immediately takes Harry to a bar. Yeah, and he's so, and he's like he just lets it slip that this is Harry Potter, like to look cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you're dealing with like a middle school. He's not even a middle school dropout. He's a middle school reject. Like he couldn't. Get through middle school. Like, <laughs> Hagrid's just looking for whatever he can get at this point. He's like, yeah, it's Harry Potter. And then, like, they, the reason they, they in the movie they say they drop him off is because he is too well-known. He wanted, They want to live with muggles. And then, like, 11 years old, you know what? Let's let's drop it all on him now. Let's... 11 years old, is he's prepared enough. <laughs> he he can knows handle no it. magic. He grew he up can under the it. stairs. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's it's it. not enough that he'd be uh, all of a sudden famous. He has to know that there's this whole other world of magic. He should take all that in at once. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of Dumbledore's plan to keep him disoriented. <laughs> I think there's there, there are two other crucial things here. Well, I mean, first mm-hmm. of all, Hagrid's just, just abject negligence. <laughs> He just abandons Harry in the train station. He's and they, just... were go- they were going to the same place. Yeah, I know. Hagrid got there faster. <laughs> he was like, I'm tired of you slowing me down, kid. Here, Here's go a to ticket, this get plat- fucked. Yeah, go to this platform that's not marked. Well, here's, here's and then he disappears. Then he, then he pulls a Batman. And he just, like, Harry looks down at the ticket, looks up, gone. See, I think Hagrid, he was starting to slip the bonds of this forgetfulness spell. The Dumbledore and McGonagall, but I think he's starting to realize some things. The other is uh, our, our first glimpse of Harry of Harry Potter, the psychotic murderer, where he goes into this wand shop, and he just fucking wrecks the place up. He just fucking... Yeah, later in the movie, he can't levitate a feather, but... Uh... Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yes, thank you. But the guy's like, the guy's like, flick this wand, and he's like... Phew. Yeah, he's fucking blowing out walls and shit. And I think, yeah, it's just... As soon as he's away from any sort of parental supervision, even in the form yeah. of Hagrid, he's just fucking, oh my god. <laughs> and then it, it's great that the, that guy that doesn't know Harry Potter, that sells in the wand. Ollivander. He feels free to be like, yeah, I mean, the uh, the other wand that had like this, with the, that phoenix feather in it, that guy killed your parents. It was fucking, inc- it was fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm sure you, an 11-year-old, <laughs> 11-year-old you know, boy, <laughs> yeah. you know all about it. So Remember when your parents died? <laughs> Here's a wand, so every time you try to do magic, you'll remember that. <laughs> Ollivander's in on it. I think Dumbledore got Ollivander in on it. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's We're talking about a vast conspiracy of wizards here. <laughs> well, I mean, Dumbledore is on trading cards. He is a famous wizard. Yeah, and like, I mean, I, I don't know if I can blame them, because if, if you were faced with like an immortal dark wizard who just, you couldn't kill because you didn't know where his spirit was because he broke it up into, what are they called? Horcruxes. Yeah, Horcruxes. Yeah. If you think your only hope is this kid, yeah, I, I might start training him to murder at 11, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't actually care about this kid. He's got plans. It involves this kid. Let's do it. Yeah. That's why he didn't care that he's going to be left with the Dursleys for 11 years. <laughs> Did not Whatever. give a shit about him. Yeah, okay. I think Harry Potter is a loaded gun, and Dumbledore yeah. fucking knows it. Yeah. Dumbledore, is, he's ready to fucking... <laughs> He's just, he just needs to aim him. That's all Dumbledore yeah. is doing. That's that's what it, this is. This is like five to six movies of Dumbledore pointing <laughs> a gun in Voldemort's face. Yeah. No, no wonder Voldemort's a little uneasy about it. 
Yeah, he's, he's just like, oh my god! As soon as Harry Potter's eleven, I guess eleven's when you can start spending your inheritance. As soon as, as soon as he's eleven, he's like, you know what? You've got a shitload of money, and if you and if you spend all of it on uh, tuition to my school, you're in. Uh, how, how much money did your parents leave you? <laughs> what a coincidence! That's exactly how much it costs to go to school here. It doesn't. It seems like they already know how much because Hagrid's the one with the key. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like Harry Potter kept the key. It's not like the Dursleys got the key. You can't have those yeah. filthy fucking muggles getting their, their hands on our wizard gold. <laughs> also, once they get to the school, McGonagall explains the houses and the point system. That is a genius use of, like, social pressure to keep yeah. students in line. So, it's, like, real dystopian. Like, if you, you better tow these fucking lines, kids, because your whole house gets punished. Yeah. Like, it's like full metal jacket when they just kept beating on that one guy. I'm surprised they didn't do that to Harry Potter at some point. Yeah, Neville Longbottom just, like, tucks him into his bed real tight, wakes him up, and Never beats him with a soap and a sock. <laughs> Don't go out after bedtime. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I forgot that John Cleese was in this movie. Yes. And very prominently so. But, yeah. again, it, very, that was probably the most kids' movie part of, like, here's this ghost. <laughs> he's a He's a ghost. They just show up at dinner time for yep. no reason. Yep. <laughs> what makes a ghost in the Harry Potter universe? Because yeah, I don't there's know. a lot of Hogwarts. Yeah, the, the ghost, I don't really think, added anything to the movie. Well, uh, so this, this I think, plays... So I think, I mean, Dumbledore is the one who is sort of grooming Harry Potter to perform this vengeance killing. McGonagall, I think, is the is sort of the mastermind behind Hogwarts itself that, that is training all of these students. In fact, I think House Slytherin, again, kind of the heroes here, because they yeah. resist. They're fighting back against McGonagall's iron-fisted rule. These... I know we're going to talk about Quidditch, but... Oh, we're going to talk about Quidditch. <laughs> it's Slytherin versus Gryffindor, and they, always, they act like whenever Slytherin is, like, bumping into people and knocking people down, like, they're the worst ever. Yep. But... Gryffindor does it, and they t- constantly talk about how dangerous that game is. And like this, the first game that one guy did, he like de- he was out, not, out cold in the hospital for like a week. Like it's not a, it's not a, it's not a friendly game, and yet when Slytherin does it, it's always cutting the people like oh oh Slytherin ooh. Anyway, but yeah, you know, like it, it does not hesitate to just paint Slytherin in the worst light possible. Yeah. That's probably that. This is a campaign of misinformation perpetuated by Professor McGonagall. Yeah. To and turn this is everyone the, against Slytherin. And this is the one thing I did look up. Uh, Dumbledore? Gryffindor. McGonagall? Yep. Gryffindor. Yep. Hagrid? Gryffindor. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you couldn't cut it. Disgraced. Disgraced Gryffindor. Disgraced. Exiled. Part of the other thing that, like, so McGonagall first, is the, the first thing she tells these students is you all, you're going to be sorted into houses. That's your family, not these other people. Yep. Doesn't matter who you made friends with on the train ride. If you're in a different house, you better fucking break that line. You belong to Ravenclaw now. Then we see that this this whole school is infested with ghosts, who I'm assuming very likely report to McGonagall. She keeps an eye on them everywhere, and also all the hallways filled with paintings of people yeah. who that move and talk. The paintings are also keeping an eye on everybody. Yeah, that's that's one thing. I don't, after the trap door, when you get to get close to the social stone, put a put a bunch of paintings in there because they can just talk to each other and fill you in. Like who was there? What happened? Yeah, there's one guarding the door to get into the dorm, but there's not one guarding the door to get to the three headed dog. It's well, like what's the, the pat? What's the password? Here's the thing, Jeff. Dumbledore <laughs> doesn't care who Voldemort uses to get what he wants. He just cares yeah. that Harry Potter kills whoever Voldemort uses to get what he wants. Yeah. 
he definitely wanted to make sure that Harry Potter could get in there and that Harry Potter knew that yeah. someone would be after it. Yeah. Absolutely, he wanted he wanted Harry Potter to know that. So after Hagrid is already at the school but couldn't take Harry Potter with him, they take the train and then they have to do a little canoes to get to the school. They're in little boats, oh. which is not consistent with the other movies, but it also looked like Tim Burton shot it. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of... <laughs> I was, I was expecting Professor Johnny Depp to uh, to welcome them to the school. He's wearing a bunch of rings on all of his fingers, and he's got plenty of scarves. And but yeah, they sort him in their houses. Oh, that sorting hat, hotbed for lice, absolutely. Oh yeah, no one checked these kids for lice. <laughs> they just put this talking hat on. Yeah, it's infestation. It's a bunch of eleven-year-old kids, of course. Yeah. A couple of them have lice, okay? I heard Draco Malfoy talking about the Weasleys. You know those kids have lice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Malfoy really comes, he really acquits himself well in this film, doesn't he? And Harry Potter didn't take that very well. Like, he's, because he, he did make fun of Ron a little bit, and they were, like, buddies on the train ride. Yeah. But he's like, you know, I can help you get in with the right wizards. Harry Potter's like, I can see you're a piece of shit, so don't even bother. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> like it's, it's eleven years of growing up not being able to say yeah. these things. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. like you didn't have to be, uh, you didn't have to be extra nice to Draco Malfoy when he says that. But it's like your first day as a wizard at this school. Go ahead and just be polite. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, like, like blow j- him off by saying, "Oh, thanks." You know, shake his hand. Just be like, "Hey, thanks. My name's yeah, Harry thanks. Potter. Thanks. I'm the most famous person in in this universe. Thank you." Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to murder a dark wizard because he killed my parents. So maybe, hey kid, maybe just let's all walk on eggshells for the next few days. <laughs> he could have got some info from Draco Malfoy if he was just nicer to him, yeah. you know. But he got off on the wrong foot. And then McGonagall and Dumbledore also just shit on Slytherin and Draco Malfoy, basically. Yeah. So they're grooming him to be be a villain. So we got two other very important characters here. Other than John Cleese, Sir <laughs> Nicholas. We got Ron Weasley. And uh, Hermione Granger. So Ron is immediately bought out by Harry. Oh yeah, enthralled by his wealth. This this child who comes <laughs> from a poor background. He, he's got a, he's got what looks like it was a sandwich. Yeah, it looks <laughs> just like his mashed mom up him, in Saran wrap. Looks like his mom made him two sandwiches and then just fucking <laughs> crushed them together with her bare hands like a like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> like like she hulked out on these sandwiches and then just smashed them into a fucking bag. Is it the, you're the third kid I'm sending to this fucking school? <laughs> he's like the... No, he's not. He's like the fifth. Oh, really? Well, because is his sister younger than him or older than him? Younger, because she's not going to school. She's not him. going that year. Or, okay. When Ginny says good luck to Harry. Yeah. As sort of a foreshadowing of their deeply their deeply <laughs> physical relationship in the later movies. <laughs> yeah, she, she says good luck and then she stays. She doesn't get on the... She doesn't get on nine, nine and three quarters or whatever the platform is. You want to be closer to 10 when you're running at that wall, just slightly. If you hit nine and a half, you're just slamming into that wall. It's dumb. <laughs> but because uh, I only know, like, he's got two older brothers that I ever I only remember, and they stopped going to school to open up a candy shop or a novelty shop. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, they drop out. <laughs> During some of the darkest times. Yep. They drop out, and then they run a novelty candy store <laughs> with, like, prank candies and shit. I don't. But he's got more brothers than that? I think he has two other older brothers. I think one of them is going to school at the same... Like, the first kid that goes through. Yeah, they're twins. Goes, but I thought those no, were the no, same No, 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 no. In the movie, there's a yeah. red-headed kid that goes in first, and then the twins, and then Ron. Oh, So I think okay. there's four of them going to school at the same time during the first movie. And they also have yeah. an older brother who lives in Romania. I mean, that's why Ron yeah, stays... Yeah, he trains... Yeah, he's working with dragons. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because parents go to visit in Romania. That's why I say it's for Christmas. Yep. Which by diehard rules, Harry Potter and Social Stone is now a Christmas movie. So you're That's welcome. True. Well, it's also technically a <laughs> Halloween movie then too. Cause... Yeah. But they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in uh, England. So Yeah, they don't. Of course they don't. Nothing to be thankful for. So I mean, Ron immediately is an, I just wanted to make the point that he's an accomplice mm-hmm. to Harry. He's just going to do whatever he says. Harry oh, has yeah. essentially purchased himself a servant. Harry's like, oh, I'll take one of everything on the cart and just pulls out a big chunk of coins. He starts flashing his wad. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> right. yeah. On a train full of strangers. Yeah, he's just start f- flicking these gold <laughs> coins at this lady. Like, uh, And then we, then we, there's also Hermione. Now, I'm up in the air on Hermione in this film. Either Hermione isn't independently motivated psychopath or That's what I like about her <laughs> or she is also a tool of Dumbledore you think she's doing it for the grades she could be doing it for little the ex- grades a little extra credit could be yeah she fa- she found that book on uh, Nicholas Fumel a little too easy even before that okay let's, let's, let's look at Hermione's actions during this film okay she hears Ron and Harry talking shit about her right After yeah. she's, she's tried to befriend them she's tried to help them do magic and oh, I got so much to say about these fucking students after that. And he's he's so annoyed that she helped him. Oh God! How dare someone try to teach me to warp reality to my will? Oh man, I hate homework that involves setting things on fire and flying. What is with these fucking kids? What? I don't know. I don't know which kid it is, but it's not Neville Longbottom, but it is one of the kids from Gryffindor. Any spell he tries to do, it just it just literally blows up in his face. Yeah, I like, know. There's yeah. literally a fire on his face. The hell is that kid doing? I, I think he also is filled with anger. He needed help from Hermione. That's that's who Hermione should have been helping. That kid's gonna kill somebody. But like, so Hermione tries to help Ron because he's fucking yeah. competent, and he shits all over, and so she runs away crying. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he wants to look cool in front of these other guys, so he's like, Hermione, what a fucking crazy person, am I right? What Tell is... me how to, how to pronounce stuff correctly. Jeff, what is the first thing these three people do when they bond as friends? What's the first thing they try to do? They bond as friends. They're killing a troll. They, they kill something. To, they try to kill something. <laughs> they try to. They, they do a fucking murder, and they, yeah. they probably what they were gonna do is keep it a secret after, and that would bind their friendship. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my dream. That's my goal. <laughs> you know, the first cut of that movie, they put that wand in the troll's nose because he was landing on it and it was going through his skull, right? I thought when I was watching this movie, I thought that's what was going to happen. Because I, I haven't he pulls it out of the back of his skull. He just grabs it, by the t- <laughs> fucking rips it all the way through. They're definitely like we. <laughs> and then he looks like, in the mirror. He looks in the mirror and he brushes the yeah. hair off his scar and he goes, "I'm coming for you, Baltimore." <laughs> oh yeah, because he, <laughs> he like jumps. He jumps on top of that fucking troll and he's just. <laughs> he's so filled with bloodlust. Yeah, he's he so sticks filled. that thing right in his nose. Like, what are we trying to do other than go right through his skull? Like, oh use some magic, God. get Hermione out of there. Like, you know, they're throwing stuff at him, trying to distract him. But for some reason, he's going after Hermione like like a bear going after someone through menstruation. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know if that thing you said about bears is true either. It's, it's, <laughs> they it's, smell menstruation blood for miles. It sounded kind of sexist, so I'm just not going to comment, and we're going to move on. <laughs> so yeah, It could be something from the 40s that people used to say. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, you should, you should just repeat it as though it's fact, yeah. That's always a good thing to do with stuff people say from the 40s, yeah. Amazing. Always tie your girlfriend up in a tree overnight so the bears <laughs> get hungry. So, they, they realize they hurt Hermione's feelings, or they just decide, yeah. wouldn't it be good if we murdered a troll? Because at this moment, Ron is just following Harry Potter around because he's famous and, and is wealthy. Oh, and yeah. he, he's, get, he's getting the spoils of all that candy. 
Hermione's legitimately either trying to make friends or as a tool of Dumbledore. Well, see, and, here's the uh, thing. I think if, if Hermione mm-hmm. is this sort of independent psychopath, I think she just wants in on the killings. I think she, having done her research, also She had to knows. take credit for it. She had to take credit for it. She's like, I was after the troll. Right, right. She was like, I was going to fucking kill this thing, you guys. I'd read about him. I've read about trolls, and I thought I could murder it by myself. But I needed these other two's help. Like, if that's not a cry for help, if that's not a cry for, for someone to stop her now, I don't know what is. But no one does. Um, mm-hmm. You know what else Hermione does? She sets mm. a professor's robe on fire. Yes, I was gonna bring that. Up. She's like, oh, someone, someone's, uh, someone's trying to knock Harry off this broom. I'll, I'll take care of it. And then she goes over under the bleachers. It's, it's a tower, so there's stairs that people would have to go down. Crowded thing sets his robes on fire. Yep. <laughs> like, the yep. Fuck? There's no like light spell you could do to kind of distract people to blind them. You she just goes ahead and sets a fire. Point it out to another professor. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't just be like, hey, why is Snape casting a spell over there? Yeah, no one else notices that. Like, wow, Harry seems to be really uh, not knowing how to handle his broom. Yeah. And Snape's over there like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> I, so I think, mm. I think Hermione Granger presents a clear and present danger, <laughs> yeah. not just to other students, but possibly to the wizarding world. <laughs> yeah. Borderline genius-level intellect coupled with yeah. total carelessness for other people's lives. Because the other thing she does is she convinces... Harry and Ron to sneak into the restricted center of the library when she's yeah. not going to be there to, to take any of the blame. <laughs> any of the blame, yeah. She doesn't want to get expelled. You heard her. Exactly. <laughs> so she uses her two patsies. So I think, I no, later in one of the other books and or films, she gets the time turner. Either the time turner is a reward for serving Dumbledore so, so well, or it's a bribe. They have to pay her off to stop doing some of this shit. You know, Dumbledore has to like bring yeah. her into the fold. He has to be like, Jesus Christ, lady. Here, we're going to pile you with so many classes you don't have time to conspire to commit murder in bathrooms. He's like, I wish, I wish Voldemort had gone after your parents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure oh, Dumbledore probably fucking weeps himself to sleep at night thinking, oh my God. Should have taken Hermione's parents. Yeah, but she she's a bit of a psychopath. Although, my favorite character in this movie, though, is Hermione. Oh, okay. I thought you. Yeah. Were gonna, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no. no yeah. It's, it's, she's. Because uh... she's just like she realized. Oh, you guys, you guys, you guys like to get cause some trouble. I'm gonna help you out with that. This is where you find this. She wants to stir this pot. The other thing that makes me think that Dumbledore is out to like set all this up is the, is that Harry Potter keeps getting random gifts that that help him out to do this stuff, like the the broomstick which McGonagall sent him. Yeah. Uh, Christmas he gets the cloak of invisibility so he can look into like this these books in the restricted area. Yeah, he's very careless with that uh, with that invisibility rope. <laughs> it gets blown off by the dog. He throws it. it aside. Yeah. He just walks away from it like it's not a, a, a precious artifact that he should be yeah, caring for. Like it's, that's fucking crazy to me. Like, <laughs> leave it on. Leave just it put on. the hood down. Just pick it back up. Maybe the dog can't see you. Like, Jesus, guys. I mean, but they're a group of 11-year-olds because it only gets worse from here. We're going to... We'll see. Once they start going through puberty, it gets worse. So the other thing, I mean, so we're done with Hermione. I'm done with her for the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Harry finds that, that mirror and sees his dead parents in it. And what does Dumbledore do? He lets him stare at it for for like a week or so. Yeah. And then, then tells him, yeah, you know, I mean, people like you have gone crazy doing this, you know? It only yeah. shows you what you want. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to move it. <laughs> he lets, he allows, he stokes these fires, this murderous yeah. rage in Harry. He lets him, and then he steps yeah. in and he goes, hey, take it. Thinking about your parents is dangerous. <laughs> Just don't think about it. 
I'm gonna ask you not to look in this mirror anymore. You know, your parents yeah. were murdered by a dark wizard. Like, don't don't worry about it. Cause it's not the time. It's not the time. Dumbledore doesn't know where where Voldemort is. Yeah, it's like we're, we're working up to that. It's very cruel. It's, it's psychologically why, why, damaging. Why have that mirror at that school? I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously for the thing at the end where it's in the mirror, you know, the Sorcerer's Stone. Spoiler right. alert. Plot-wise, though, like, that's a terrible thing to have around teenagers. Well, so I think maybe Dumbledore didn't have a good place to put it before <laughs> he built in this trap dungeon. In this entire castle where he blocked the whole third floor off. Oh, boy, let's, oh, man, we skipped over that. <laughs> hey, kids who are new here, don't go to the third floor. It'll kill you. Welcome to middle yeah. school. Yeah, like... and, and stay out of the dark forest. <laughs> No, nobody's allowed to, the dark force unless we're punishing you. Unless you have detention. <laughs> unless you have detention. And, the, and then you have to go to the woods to find a wounded unicorn because something in the woods has been killing unicorns. Yeah, another <laughs> another bold move by Dumbledore. I mean, I think Dumbledore yeah. probably had his suspicions that Voldemort oh, yeah. was out there killing them. I think he wanted to end it quick, right? He wanted to see what was going on. Because why else would the punishment be, oh, you were out after hours hanging out with uh, Hagrid? You guys had detention. Are you going to go? Hang out with Hagrid in the dark forest where you're not supposed to go, looking for wounded animals that are being murdered by something. No one ever kills a unicorn, and if it is, they're cursed. So go after this thing that must be cursed. Yeah, it's just, it's brilliant start to finish. <laughs> and like the uh, centaur mentioned, like a lot of the creatures know about Harry Potter just like anybody else. And so Hagrid's like, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Ron and Hermione. Uh, you go with this kid who hates you <laughs> and go wander off into the woods. See, I think that was the first test. I think Dumbledore wanted to see if Harry was going to be very focused in his murder or if he was going to indiscriminately kill anybody who stood up to him. <laughs> I think, uh, again, again, mm-hmm. Hagrid yeah. under a spell. I think we've established yes. that. Because he's not like that in the other movies. Right. Like, he gets, that's oh, crazy. He's deeply enchanted here. Dumbledore is using him as a stooge. He tells Hagrid to, uh, he says, hey, why don't, you, why don't you separate everybody else out and just put Harry with this kid that he fucking hates and who fucking hates him. Send them off into the woods alone. Because Dumbledore's thinking, okay, either A, this kid dies, Harry Potter murders this child in the woods, in which case, easy cover story. Something's been killing unicorns. Uh, oh, well. Also killed this kid from Slytherin. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> B... Harry mm-hmm. Potter meets up with, with Voldemort in the woods, and one dies, maybe both. He doesn't care, I don't think, particularly. He's playing a long game. Or all five of these people die. And, like, they always paint, like, whatever Malfoy says is, is like, just rude or mean or, like, that. But Harry Potter is, like, he's in the woods by himself talking about it. Harry Potter's like, what, are you scared? Going in the dark forest? <laughs> looking, looking for a cursing? Are you scared? so filled with this rage that he's just he wants to kill anything out here i mean is is that what detention is i thought they'd just sit sit somewhere in the school like after hours or something well you can't have that because then the uh that guy that walks around with the lantern and the cat all the time oh yeah what was his name i don't remember but you know you know <laughs> you know today. you know the guy you know. who when he's walking in detention casually talks about how students used to hang by their thumbs in the dungeon yeah. and screaming he misses their screams <laughs> Yeah, the guy who looks like a serial killer yeah. and has what's a what's equivalent to a feral cat following him around. So I think that's a. I think this is also a warning. I think this Dumbledore wants to let Harry and Hermione both know you're gonna. There's some leniency here, but if you step too far outside my plans, I've got people. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that makes me think Haggard was enchanted though is because like. You're like Hagrid. Do you remember that guy that uh, you won that dragon off of? He's like, oh, I didn't look. At, I didn't get a good look at his face, but you talked to him for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And can't they get a hall pass from Hagrid if they're going to be out 
hang out at this bar, or should just Hagrid just send them away? Uh, you guys shouldn't be out here. Just just go back to your beds. Yeah, but he's Hagrid himself is a drop. He's a middle school dropout. He's a middle school reject. <laughs> yeah, he's but does been... Hagrid? Will Hagrid get in trouble for like having three eleven-year-olds hanging out in a shed? Like he should after first of all. <laughs> but where where else does Hagrid have like wh- how far can he fall? Yeah, but the tension is also go out into the woods with him. <laughs> like, yeah, and then the centaur is apparently protecting these uh, unicorns. So what is he doing out there anyway? Well, horse people stick together. <laughs> Everybody knows that. That's just a. Yeah, why is why is he scared of a centaur? But he's like chilling in the dark woods, eating all the shit. I don't know. I don't have your answers. Also, the uh, centaur the centaur talks to them for like two minutes and then goes, "This is where I leave you." Like, yeah, you didn't bring me anywhere, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you just you showed up and we're like, "Hey, get out! <laughs> this is dangerous out here." Who lets kids out here? Why? It's dangerous. This is so dangerous. <laughs> and Hagrid's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, these are mine." So, I'm ready to talk about Quidditch. You are? I mean, I am. I've been ready. I, I'm ready. First of all, this movie spends way too much time on Quidditch. It's they, the, po- the pod racing of yeah, the Harry Potter universe. They, they set up this plot where Harry's learning a little bit more each time he talks to someone in this wizarding world about mm-hmm. Voldemort and why his parents died or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they stop. And then there's like 45 minutes of 11-year-olds <laughs> go to school and also play Quidditch. <laughs> like, what? what the hell? <laughs> She really wanted to establish the rules so that people couldn't make them up. It was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Uh, also, Quidditch is incredibly corrupt. It's, uh, like, well, like, to the point that the heads of the houses, apparently, as far as I can tell, they have to have money riding on these games. Yeah, why else would they be so into the first game of the season? Not only not only that, Snape intimidates a handful of children. Like, he, oh, Harry, oh, oh, hello, I'm ominous, and oh, you're gonna be in the Quidditch game. Oh, okay, well, good luck. And then he skulks off, like... <laughs> Dude, this kid's eleven. Yeah. Chill out. I don't. I don't remember Snape being that socially awkward, but in this movie, he is very stiff. Even like walking. One of the scenes, he's walking away. It just it looks so awkward. One of the scenes, he's supposed he's supposed to be limping. I don't know if that's the one. Uh, I'm talking yeah. About, no. No. It's 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 uh it's later. It's yeah. it's after they um after they're pretty sure it's Snape and they want to talk to Dumbledore and they ask Professor McGonagall and she's like, Nah, he left. Yeah. <laughs> like. And then Snape's like, what are you doing in here? And then like, he walks down the hallway. And it's like, so awkward. McGonagall just buys an, apparently an incredibly expensive broom for their new seeker. For the for this game. Yeah, for, like for this game. Asking, pretending like, oh, it's to befriend Harry Potter. It's like, no, no, I got money on this. There's no way they don't have money on it. I'd, I'm not losing again to Snape. It's not happening. And then, like, they spend so much time on Quidditch, and everyone there spends so much time on Quidditch. And Harry Potter, they make a point that, like, hey, your dad was a Seeker. Too. Yeah. The blood of Seekers runs in your vein. Like, that's a creepy thing to say to a kid. <laughs> yeah, like his trophy case, yeah. Jeff, the, the blood of quarterbacks runs in your veins. <laughs> Accept your destiny and throw this ball. Like... <laughs> How about concentrate on your studies where you can bend reality yeah. to your will? In that conversation, though, where they go and show him the trophy case where his dad's name is, yeah. that's the same scene where they're going back to the dorms, and as they're on the stairs, they change to go to the third floor where they're blocked off. 
Oh, yeah. They don't intend to go there. Yeah. The stairs do that, which is another reason Dumbledore is behind everything. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. He probably has the stairs shift them, and he goes, all right, let's 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 get these fucking maniacs out of the third floor already. <laughs> they're, they're not going there on their own. I'm going to have to push them there. Didn't make this secret tantalizing enough. Quidditch, the whole Quidditch scene was not, there was no stakes for me. It wasn't exciting. Uh, Gryffindor was doing very well, and then yeah. they won. <laughs> Gryffindor's up by two, and then they're tied. At no point are they actually losing, is the thing, too. Yeah. It's they're up yeah. by two, and then they're tied with Slytherin, and then Harry... Then they're up by 150. Like... <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, everyone is so mad when Slytherin does well. Everybody. Here's the other thing that made me really sad to think about. Imagine, okay, you walk into a bar, and there's a bunch of 45-year-old men, right? They're in robes, yeah. first of all, because everybody just casually wears robes wherever they go. Great style choice, wizards. They're just hanging out, and mm-hmm. they're talking. These and this is a handful of people you know for a fact can use magic, can fly and shoot fire and summon ghosts, and do all sorts of. They can they can make potions that make themselves lucky. They can make potions to force people to fall in love with them, which is creepy. <laughs> they have all these reality bending powers, and here's a group. You walk into a bar and you see them, and it's a group of middle aged men talking about the good old days, their glory days when they won the Quidditch Cup for their house. <laughs> Like that's so sad. <laughs> it's, it's 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 the parallel I'm drawing is these people who like lived for high school football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's like it's worse now because these people are like, oh, I'm like a highly trained wizard who can bend reality, yeah. but I really wish I could fly on a broom <laughs> and play a little game. I never made it to uh, pro level Quidditch. Oh, I was gonna go pro. <laughs> I was gonna go pro. Tore my LCL, ACL, given a double piggyback. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, it was my uh, Quidditch career-ending injury. I found the Sorcerer's Stone. I can turn any metal to gold, but if I could only relive that one Quidditch match where we lost. Yeah, I thought I, 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 I had more fire in me about Quidditch when I watched the fucking movie, but now I don't. I, we can be done with Quidditch. <laughs> it wasn't. It was boring in the movie. Like, yeah, it was terrible. I was much more excited to talk about yeah. Hermione and <laughs> setting Snape on setting fire. Snape, like Hermione the independent psychopath yeah. and how Dumbledore is manipulating Harry Potter and surprised they didn't go out and hurt Snape like directly or like accuse him directly because they are bold those kids oh very yeah I think I think I think it's pretty clear they all want him dead <laughs> yeah so also remember last time last last time we talked on the podcast about you forced me to talk about wizards Without mm-hmm. context, I told you that Voldemort's head was on the back of a dude. His his face was on the back of a dude's head, wearing yeah. a turban. And yeah. I'm vindi- I just wanted to be vindicated. That's definitely what happened. I believe you. I just didn't remember the movie. But uh, after, what happens after the Quidditch match? They, uh, you know, he wins. They talk about it. Oh, I did want to, the only the only the only thing I thought was actually nice in the movie was when Hagrid at the very end gives Harry the booklet with like pictures of his parents. Yeah, that, yeah, that was very nice. It's like the only nice, non-manipulative thing I think anyone did for Harry. <laughs> it's like, oh, obviously they all have like pictures of his parents and stuff because so- somehow they're all tight fighting against the dark wizard, and yet that's the first time anyone ever like shows him stuff of his parents other than that magical mirror where he has to end up sitting in front of it. Like, yeah, for, all like, these weeks. all these people know Harry Potter's parents. And the only one who's yeah. like, hey, you may not have ever seen them before, is Hagrid. He's like, here's <laughs> a book. I, Sorry. Sorry, I was in, like, a mind control fog all semester. 
Now that now that Dumbledore's spell is gone off of me, I will do the right thing and give you some pictures of your parents. Yeah, because I'm actually a nice guy. I'm actually kind of a <laughs> nice guy. He's just being used. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, after, after the Quidditch match, is that when they... Uh, that's when that's when Christmas starts happening. So that's when Hermione goes back home and yeah, manipulates them. Tells them to, to tells them to go in their restricted area, yeah. which is not set up uh, Dewey Decimal system wise, but like alphabetical. He's like going through things. He's like looking for a flamel. Yeah, <laughs> he's just going. and clearly he takes that invisibility robe off so he can see the books better. <laughs> but then puts yeah. his lantern on top of it so he can knock it over. Like, but he, I mean, he's eleven. <laughs> like, what are you gonna like? He's so full of anger and, and mis- misguided <laughs> rage. He just doesn't know what he's doing. He's he's ready. He's ready to murder somebody. Oh, he's ready. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's when you find out Ron is good at chess. So obviously they'll set up a big chess board. Yeah, I think Dumbledore learned it then <laughs> yeah. as well. And was like, oh, okay, this is how, this is how. We... So let's, I mean, let's, yeah, okay. So they, they we do Christmas. I don't, mm-hmm. then everybody's back and... Yeah. Hermione just goes and finds a book on her own. I don't even remember how she just went and found that. Information. She she had already she had already uh, checked that book out before, oh, okay. and then she's like, oh, "I was doing some reading. I couldn't believe it. <clears throat> Saying you guys the wrong place. Here it is in this book I was already going to read." Oh, here's the other thing. when she when she puts the book down. It's like a giant book, and they they play it as yeah. a gag. And she goes, "I was doing some light reading," and Ronnie goes, "That's light reading." Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Little musical sting, so that everybody knows, how, like, <laughs> <laughs> like in Ron's defense, she could have just said she was mm-hmm. doing reading, like I was reading. Yeah, she was trying to rub <laughs> yeah. in their face. You guys know it. You guys know I like doing that. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys know how smart I was? Like, <laughs> just trying to set herself above them. That's all. That's what was happening. That's... Almost after that, I mean, once they find the book and everything. You know, that's when they confront Hagrid about it. That's when they get detention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then immediately after that, they're like, "All right, Snape, Snape knows you got to put the dog to sleep with music. Um, it's it's on. We we've got to go in there tonight, right? Like they don't know Snape's coming down to get it. What what are they gonna do when they find the Sorcerer's Stone? Because they don't know Snape's down there, <laughs> or so... Quirrell's down there. They're right. like, it's gonna get stolen. We better go through all the traps, get that stone." End of thought process. Oh, I don't know. I think that's the end of thought process for Ron. <laughs> oh, Harry Potter's like, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> He's, Harry Potter goes, I'm going to, I'm going to live forever and kill whoever I want. I am the, I am the one who lived. I am the one who lived. <laughs> and Hermione, you, Hermione is thinking the same thing. She wants to take that stone and study it and learn its secrets so that she can live forever. Learning more and more. Yeah. And she'll have all the knowledge. So, so they go through. They get through all these traps, right? They get through the dog. They get through the. All right. Whatever it is. Guys, if you want to see the movie, you can rent it on Amazon Video for like 3 or $4. <laughs> yeah, they go down. Uh, Harry yeah. murders this this guy with the power of his skin love. Ron, there's there's two missing chess pieces in that game. Ron jumps on the knight, and they're, they're all cool with that, right? Like, if they're going to move around, he'll get, those two will get stabbed, and he'll just get the ho- knocked off that horse. Well, here's the thing. I think Dumbledore set that up. And I think his intention was Ron plays the game in which he has to sacrifice the piece that Hermione stands at so that Hermione can't get her hands on the Sorcerer's Stone no matter what. (laughs) Dumbledore's trying to set it up so he makes sure that Harry Potter is the one in that room with that mirror. And he's watching that chess game because they are awarded points at the end for that chess game. Oh, he's watching that chess game, yeah. So so he's there. He knows what's going on. He's watching these these kids in danger, not doing anything, being like, I don't know what, 40, 50 points? (laughs) He's just estimating. Who knows? (laughs) 
Yeah, but he gets knocked off his horse and apparently gets hurt. <laughs> and so they're like, now, Harry, you got to go kill this professor by yourself. By yourself, yeah. Well, it's We're going to go back. It's a kid's movie. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. So, so he goes, goes and, and he touches the professor and then it's the movie's over. <laughs> yeah, he, feel, he, he, he ruins the guy's hand, right? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, this works. And then he just puts both his hands in that guy's face. <laughs> he's definitely like, this guy's going to die. Oh, yeah. He wants him dead. Just because that guy is different than him. <laughs> and then Voldemort's a cloud, goes right through Harry Potter as a cloud, and then runs away like a little bitch. Yeah. All right. I'm done talking about Harry Potter. There's nothing else <laughs> to talk about. That's that's the end of the movie. Other Wakes than up, there's a bunch of candy. Then Dumbledore fucks over Slytherin again. Yes. He 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 goes through and awards the House Cup, right? And he goes Gryffindor fourth place, and he's like Slytherin, you won. Amazing. He's like, wait. But. Let me give, yeah, but let me give all these points to Gryffindor. Fuck you. <laughs> Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, over, done. So done. We're, gonna, we're gonna watch the next one next, right? It's the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll do Chamber of Secrets next. It'll be great. Were there's originals? <laughs> candy. We had for candy this week. How'd you like them, Jeff? I, I like Werther's original. I mean, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but uh... I have. I don't know if you could hear. I have a bag with me right do you? now. Do you? I'm going to open one up right now. Oh, that I'm going to put it in my mouth there. That just sounds like the best. Mm, mm. Mm, How'd you like them? Mm-hmm. I like them. I like caramel. Uh, you know, I, I like some hard I, candies. I liked them too. Do you like a lot of caramel candies, or is, or is it part of your chewy candy thing that you hate? I don't like chewy. If it's that, if it's gooey, then it's good. If it's chewy, it's not. And if it's hard, it's good again. It comes back around. <laughs> but yeah, like if it's yeah. excessively chewy caramel nonsense, I don't know. I don't want any of that. That's just nice to that. get out of my face. It's a lot of work. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. These are good. These are... Mm-hmm. Uh, do you just do you just suck them down? I try. I, I, I get maybe halfway through before I start cracking them with my molars. Yeah, I, I spend like maybe two or three minutes trying to suck on them, and I'm just like, it's over. I got I got a crunch on it. Yeah. I had a well, crunch on it. I didn't. I mean, I didn't time myself, but <laughs> I'm I, just guessing. I would guess that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's probably about the same. It's really good. I decided to suck on a candy during this podcast. So, oh good. yeah, no, I think it was a great idea. Yeah, you should open up. <laughs> you should open up two or three more right now. So good. Yeah. No, everybody loves that sound. That's great. Yeah. Now, um, someone at work did this uh, a while back, and my my reaction was was. Um, that, just unsettling. I was unsettled by it. Uh-huh. Someone was offered a mint. Mm-hmm. It was an Altoid. Okay. The person put the Altoid in their mouth, crunched on it immediately. Immediately just crunched down on it. I thought, wow, that, I didn't know that person was a psychopath. Do you crunch down on, on an Altoid immediately? No. No, right? You give, like like this candy, you give it a couple minutes. I think hard candies, then, yeah, you gotta let it, you gotta let the flavors permeate. You know, you really gotta... Yeah. You put it in your tongue, enjoy it for a little bit. Yeah. And then crunch on it. I mean, to be honest, I crunch on it because I get bored. I'm like, oh, having, mm-hmm. this, having this candy in my mouth is boring. I'm bored with it. And then, <laughs> like, I have, to, I have to chew it up. When I, see, when I chew it, I don't, like, when I, I do it slow, yeah. I'll break it in half, and then a couple little splinters will come off, and, like, I'll slowly crunch those up. It's like a whole process. I don't know why really? I do it. Once I crunch it, I panic <laughs> mentally. And so I have to... I have to, I have to Get it as small as pieces as possible, as fast as possible. Why? Do, why do you panic? <laughs> Just like mentally, not like not like I'm in danger. Panic, but like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
There could be there could there could have been fish bones in this Werther's original. They might get stuck in my throat. <laughs> Better crunch them all down, just to make sure. Eat them up right now. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. I was so close to death right there. Now, other than those um, hard strawberry candies, can you think of another candy that is more associated with old people than Werther's original? I cannot. I do not think about old people and candy together a lot, though. <laughs> Have they ever had anyone under the age of forty-five in their commercials? Have they? I don't. I don't know. I, when was the last time you saw a Werther's original commercial? I a couple months back. Oh. And it was mostly them pouring caramel into something. Ooh. Yeah. An old person's mouth. <laughs> Slow sensual music was playing. Oh my but yeah, god! They're, they're, what? Go ahead. What? What, uh, 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 what if <laughs> they should put Viagra in the center of Werther's? <laughs> That's like the perfect, not that I want it, uh, uh, not that yep. I necessarily want this section mm-hmm. of the podcast to talk about old people boners, mm-hmm. but, but since it's naturally going there, <laughs> since it always <laughs> bends that way, I'm just saying, wouldn't it be, and they could market it to women being yeah. like, Hey ladies, if you want to get just some old, old sex going on, give your man one of these and be a man of Werther's in 30 minutes. <laughs> It's dentures out yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, because packaging wise, commercial wise, it's not it's not a candy that's marketed towards younger people. Yeah, they don't care about kids wanting Werther's. You're pretty desperate to get away from this old person boner talk. So <laughs> I actually I had a little trouble finding them. I didn't know where they were. Really? I looked, I looked near the gum mm-hmm. in a grocery store first. They weren't really there. They had a whole separate section of like hanging packages of hard candies and. Um, there were a lot of sugar-free versions and some coffee-flavored versions, and I did. I got the caramel hard candies or those originals. That's the one. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> we were on the same page. Got those sugar-free because a lot of their a lot of their uh, demographics probably um, diabetic or pre-diabetic because because they're older. Yeah, that's a good yeah, that's a good point. And also probably the bonus don't work, so they should put <laughs> Viagra in them. <laughs> Instead of just a pill, why can't they just have whatever medication in Viagra in the Werthers? You know, really add that to their. Because it, t- it takes you more than four hours to suck down a Werther's, that's why. <laughs> but it doesn't take you four hours, you dirty slut. <laughs> Do you think George Washington took his, <laughs> took his wooden teeth out when it was time to him and Martha to get down? <laughs> Do you think Oak could crush a Werther's original? We should, we should steal... <laughs> Moist Oak. We should steal George Washington's <laughs> teeth and find out. Were his teeth made of oak? I don't know what kind of wood George Washington's teeth I don't know, but I, I can't imagine... I haven't seen the National Treasure movies, but I can't imagine why they wouldn't have started with George Washington's teeth. Did... Let me ask you another question. Did mm-hmm. we record the part where we were kidding around about George Washington's teeth? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't we'll think, find out. I don't think we did. I think, I think this is no, just a Sean, little... Sean, hold on. Hold on, I gotta use my George Washington teeth to crunch this. It's been like two or three minutes. Okay, go, go. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you're panicking. You're panicking. <laughs> it's all in there. Mm. Can she give you the Heimlich if you swallow one of those shards? Mm. Okay. Wow, delicious. Where is Washington buried? I don't know. You're really putting me on the spot here. Uh, my guess is either Washington, Washington, D.C. He had like, I think he, didn't he have an estate in Virginia? Oh, yeah. Right, did you know they that are. or are you just agreeing with me? I'm agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. Jefferson certainly did. Well, that's where he kept all of his slaves. <laughs> Slave-owning piece of shit. <laughs> he, call, he called him hoes. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. They, yeah. Do you think he, that's probably why he, inv- he invented area codes? <laughs> 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 the joke didn't even really make sense. 
It it does if if you think that uh that of that ludicrous song. Yeah, that's all I was thinking of. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing: I didn't know who sung it. Get with it, Sean. Okay, you got you got to know these songs from. Uh, when was Werther's invented? ten years ago? I don't have the whole bag up here with me, so I don't know. I want to well, say forty one. Uh, it says a thirty eight. A long time ago, in the small European village of Werther, candy maker <laughs> Gustav Neville. He didn't name the candy after himself. He named it after the town. He what an idiot. What was his name? Gustav Nebel. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Werther's. No, come on, Nebel's well, Originals? Doesn't roll off the tongue, you know? No. Neither, ne- ne- neither do Werther's. It doesn't say, it just says a long time ago. It just says a long time ago. and That makes that leads me to believe it's a made-up story or it happened in space. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a, that's a weird kind of direction to go with it, Jeff, but... <laughs> Jeff, you know what? I think you're onto something with your panic crunching when you chew it all up right away. <laughs> Right next to the barcode, it says, Caution, mm-hmm. hard candies may be inadvertently swallowed and cause choking. I'm being responsible. I'm fearing for my life. That's what they want. Yeah, it is what they want. <laughs> I just, I, I've been watching a lot of X-Files, so you can't say they. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> if I say they? If you say they, I know, I know exactly who you mean. It's the government, man. It's a secret <laughs> branch of the government that's above all laws. <laughs> How would you rate... Werther's on a scale before I get off on an X-Files tangent. <laughs> the truth is out there, Sean. I know the truth is out there. I want to believe. <laughs> Sean, I've never, I've never seen the X-Files. What? I've seen like maybe an episode, yeah. Why? Okay, well, the X-Files is really good. All right, I'll, I'll watch them. You should watch them. They're all on Netflix. All right. You already pay for Netflix, so it's like getting it for free. <laughs> it's basically free. It's basically, it's basically free. free. Now, how would I rate them based on what we've already had or in general? The X-Files? <laughs> 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 yeah, the X Files. Let me let's let's. So, Jeff, how would you how would you rate Werther's Originals based on what we've what we've had? Where would you rank it? Uh, I I'd probably say under Twizzlers, so maybe number two, number three, maybe. I think they're definitely better than Twizzlers. <laughs> well, you didn't really like Twizzlers. Yeah, I really didn't. I think they're, they're for me they're up there with uh, Necco wafers. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. Yeah, they they are. Do we have a rating scale like a one to ten? Are we doing that as well or no? Uh, no. Because I also haven't been keeping track. Hey, of tweet at, tweet at tweet at us <laughs> if we've been using a one to ten um, scale to rate uh, candy uh, at Heads Up Pod. Um, email us uh, at headsuppod at gmail dot com um, if you know what candies we've already tried because <laughs> we're losing track. I mean, I can create a really simple Excel sheet and put it on like a shared Google Drive, but that you know Excel. Oh, I you know. Should put that in, you should put that in your resume. People love Excel. I think I have. <laughs> I never pass up an opportunity to brag about myself. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was it. We're done with Werther's. Uh, one last thing: if you if you have if you have any mm-hmm. information about the worldwide conspiracy to keep the public in the dark about the presence of extraterrestrials, please contact the <laughs> FBI. They have an X Files division. You're gonna want to talk to Fox Mulder or or Dana Scully. <laughs> If a, man who answer, if a man answers and it sounds like he smokes a lot, do not tell him what you know. You can email us at headsup at gmail.com. Or is it headsuppod? Headsuppod. Headsuppod at gmail.com. Headsuppod at gmail.com. It's a secure yeah. line. <laughs> the, truth, the truth is out there. Um, yeah. So that's it. I mean, the truth is out there. This has been Heads Up Pod. I've been Jeff. That's been Sean. I am and will remain Sean. I have not just that, been Sean. I always will we'll, be Sean. We'll see. <laughs> we'll unless see. I, unless I'm a human-alien hybrid created by the Nazis. Yeah, you might not even know until you're activated. Well, I would know. Unless they erase my memory. 
Yeah. There might be a chip in the back of my neck. How would you know? It's on the back of your neck. I, I can't see there. <laughs> All right, we're ending it. We're ending this podcast, okay? How do we end the podcast? Uh, thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening. We already told you our Twitter and our Gmail. I think we, I think we just say thanks. Sean, I'm looking for toodles. I know you're looking for it. I don't <laughs> can, wanna... can, can you say toodles? To- toodles. <laughs> <laughs>